Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Estate Chat with Jay-Z. This is Jason Zawalik coming to you from the First Team Real Estate and Chrissy's International Real Estate Offices in Irvine, California. We are enjoying another beautiful day, which is pretty much the norm here in Southern California, but uh, you definitely can get, can't complain about our weather. Uh, today's episode, we're really excited because we have our first guest on our podcast here, and we're super excited to have Marla McRae. Uh, she is our title rep uh, at Western Resources Title for our office here in Irvine, and she's amazing, and we are so excited to have her. Well, thank you very much. This is an honor. I didn't realize I was your very first, yes, so thank yes. you. It's quite exciting. So we're super, super excited. Um, about having Marla here. Um, she's going to talk a little bit about uh, title, what to expect, and really just to go over a couple little things um, on what what title entails. So it's really good to have, um, have her here. So first, Marla, why don't you just tell a little bit about yourself? Well, I started off in the title industry about five years ago. I had a bit of a real estate background. I was co-owner of a construction company and a property investment company, so I had a little bit of knowledge on the real estate end, but not so much title. Um, I think that a lot of real estate agents kind of leave that up to their to their account executive to handle. Um, so I just make it a point to be an expert in the field so I can support uh, my clients. That's awesome. And that is the one thing that's great um, about uh, having a team. And that's one thing that we've really worked on is surrounding ourselves with people that are knowledgeable and know about uh, the industry in the different aspects so that we can better Absolutely. support our clients. Yep. And I think that's something that we, we really won't need to stress to everybody is that when you are picking that agent um, for listing or buying, you want to find out what their support staff is like because you don't want someone running around with their chicken with, like a chicken with their head cut off, so to speak. Correct. Because you want to make sure that they have systems in place and they have the, the correct support staff that's going to get those questions answered as fast as Absolutely. possible. Absolutely. Business relationships are incredibly important. Right. And if you have a team that you work with consistently, title, escrow, lending, uh, you have a well-rounded group of people that you have a business relationship already set forth and you know how each of them work and that they will always be giving your client the very best. Exactly, exactly. So I think the best way to do this is really just we'll, we'll do like a step-by-step of how we do how we interact, right? right? And, and what we do. So I think the fir- the first thing that ends up happening. So whenever we meet with a client, and uh, uh, other agents should be doing this if they're not, but um, they usually um, pull a lot of them don't. A lot of them don't exactly. <laughs> it's unfortunate, right? You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked. It's really scary. But um, we would pull a property profile. Correct. So we know what's happening with the property. Um, really just gives us all the, the stats, if you will, of right. the property. Exactly. Um, coming from a hockey background and a sports background, I like the stats. Right. So I want to see what how many beds, how many baths, what the uh, square footage is from the assessor's point of view. Correct. that could change, be different from the seller's point of view. A lot of times it is. It a is. lot of times yes. it is. If the seller um, does something that's not permitted, it's exactly. not going to be in the profile. And that's something that uh, is important to say. Right. So if there is permitted work done on a property, it may say the house is 3,000 square feet, but the assessor's is 2,500 square feet. Correct. Because a 500 square foot non-permitted addition is put on the property. Right. So if we know someone did renovations on the property, and this is really good for buy side, I mm-hmm. think. I use this on the buy side a lot. Right. So if we look at a property in the MLS, say, that says it's 3,000 square feet, uh-huh. we use that again, and the property profile says it's 2,500, 
it starts to put a red flag. Okay, Absolutely. what did you do to the house uh-huh. and why it wasn't it permitted? Exactly. And if they match, then you know you're good. So that's right. something I usually use on the buy side more. Correct. Um, uh, but it is good to work on the sell side because you, I want to know those, answer those questions when we come in. Right. Because those questions are going to come up. Uh, inevitably when a buyer they do and it's and it's important and if you have a strong real estate agent uh they know how to get that handled like my clients they reach out to me and and i uh, go down actually to the county assessor's office and get the verified documents you have to pay for them it's it's a public record but not till you go in and you have to fill out a form and pay your six dollars to get that information but then at least you have it and right. i can come back to my client the real estate agent and say okay here's the confirmed information so now you can have you know an educated uh you know information now and i will say that not all title reps do that that's something that is Correct. amazing about marla <laughs> oh, speaking to everybody that, thank you. and that's something that the way she supports us is amazing and that's why we love her but so we pull a property profile and we can do that on our own, really. Um, yes. I, like through, mm-hmm. through certain um, methods on, online. Um, but after that, we usually come to you with for a preliminary report. Correct. And why don't you explain kind of what that is? Okay. So uh, as you mentioned, the property profile is pulled first. Uh, the real estate agent can pull that on their own or they can have their title rep pull it. One thing that I like about having um, the title rep pull it, or specifically if it's a property profile from Western Resources title, is our property profiles include a summary page on page four, which agents absolutely love because it's the cliff notes. It's everything you need to know on one paper, on one sheet, page four. Quite frankly, you don't even have to look past page four. Don't say I said that. (laughs) You should be looking through the whole thing, but really you don't have to because all the important data is on page four. Literally, it tells you property taxes paid in full, up to date, a, a check mark under a box, yes or no. Mechanics lien on this property, yes or no. Uh, list pendants on this property, yes or no. I mean, it makes it simple because let's let's say, you know, we'll just throw it out there. Not all real estate agents are amazing at what they do. So some of them will frequently look over information, but this makes it very easy for the real estate agents to be able to read and understand. So even if you don't have a real knowledgeable one who has attention to detail, all they have to do is look at one page, page four. So that's my too. little... Sorry to interrupt there. No, that's but, right. Um, the one thing I can say about that too is the one thing I love about having that summary page is it's easy to present to our clients. Right. Which is awesome because exactly. we are able to go and say, hey, this was put on. Uh-huh. Let's do some research on this. Right. Um, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of words there that you may not understand with the Liz pendants and mechanic liens and that. And that's where we are here to walk you through that too. So if right. or your agent should be able to walk you through that. Um, a Liz pendants is basically a lawsuit. <laughs> right. And and what's actually nice about that summary page is at the bottom, there's a definition for each one. Which is great. So, exactly. you know, there again, after the real estate agent has gone and left for the evening, they've left the appointment, the homeowner can still or the buyer can take a look and go, what did Jason say was a Liz pendant? And the definitions are all right, right. there. They're again on page four so it makes it really Which is easy awesome. and, that, and that is that's such a huge a huge benefit to everybody because you really want to make sure that that is um, that's something that you have in your records and you know and it, like, like we talked about with fraud and everything that's coming on like yeah. things can be put on there without you knowing Absolutely. And it, could, it could even be something as, as little as a 
a hundred dollar bill that you missed to paying a contractor right that they throw they smack a, um, a mechanics lien on there. exactly right and you yep. don't even know about that right and a lot and sometimes it's just getting rid of those and a lot of times there's they're easy fixes sometimes they're not yes. <laughs> we've, we've dealt with some <laughs> we right. have dealt with some long fixes yeah nightmares yeah um, but it's nice to at least know going in it's right. it's better to know um, two weeks before we go live on the market than five days before we close exactly one thing that i always mention to people is you know title from a title standpoint we can typically iron out any issue during escrow but the more time we have to iron it out the better which is why we're very proactive in making sure at least me making sure my clients are opening up uh, getting the property profiles a lot of them don't but after i've been working with them i'm getting them trained on being consistent and then once the um if you're a listing agent once the property goes on to the mls we're able to pull a preliminary title report which is what you had mentioned a few minutes ago and basically the difference between a prelim and a property profile is uh that once we have a statement of information signed which uh the homeowner signs a form saying this is my true name these are any alias alias names that i have like my maiden name or any other names um, this is uh, my social security number and they sign that form well then we're able to go to the GI the general index and run their name for any liens so let's just say they were behind on paying child support uh, you know they were not paying they're behind on their their car loan something like that personal uh, private loans would then show up on the preliminary title report. Which so is, again, it's been, been so beneficial for everybody. Absolutely. Because they may not even know it's there. Exactly. And a lot of times they don't know it's there. Right, and right. And that's, that's huge for us. So that's great. And, and that's one of the great things about having, again, having a good title rep and having that support staff is we get that information and we're good to go. So I know one of the questions that we get, and, and we get this not, not only from our clients, but we get it from friends and family too. It's how to hold title. Oh, yeah. um, because there's so many ways that you can hold title. Right. Um, and really, I, I don't want to get into them all because, and, and explaining them because really, like, as we always say, right, you need to talk to an attorney exactly. before you do this. Because right. in the end, so disclosure time, talk to an attorney before you get, um, <laughs> decide on how you're going to hold title. Yes. Um, don't listen to your real estate agent. And I'm not, I usually don't say that. But you don't want to take advice from someone that's not a professional. Right, and, right. Um, a professional is a professional in law. Yeah. Because then you want to make sure that you hold this right. And uh, um, a quick story that I have is that I we had um, I had a family member who had bought a property, uh-huh. and it was three friends had bought the property, and they used it as a vacation property, a vacation property in Southern California, and my 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 cousin passed away, okay. and it was. It turns out that they were holding it in tenancy in common. Okay. So what we were explaining to them and what they talked to their attorney about was how everything's passed on. And right, basically the, right. their um, stake in the property actually went to the other owners, not to his heirs. Yes. And um, g- the good thing is, is that everybody is great friends. That's good. So they went yeah. to the lawyer, they talked to an attorney, mm-hmm. as we suggested, and they got it put into joint tenancy. Now, moving forward, right. so now everything's good. Yes. And I know well, that, uh, that's a beautiful that's a story because it is. Because sometimes it could turn that could have turned very badly, very quickly. And a lot of the stories I hear are the opposite. So right. it's it's really important to make sure that you have a very well educated 
uh, decision made when you do this. Um, you know, there are common ways of holding title. The common ways are not necessarily great for everybody. Right. So we typically will share, this is what most people use just to kind of get people uh, thinking. Um, I do have the most common ways to hold title um, in a PDF format that I make sure all of the agents that I work with have, and they can also share that PDF with their buyers and their sellers as well. The most common ways are tenancy in common, joint tenancy, community property, and community property with rights of survivorship. And then I always tell the agents I work with, make sure when you send this to your client, let them know that they really should be double checking with you know their estate planner with their attorney if they have a will um, you know their tax accountant to make sure that you get some legal advice because exactly. none of us title or real estate are uh, in the position or have any type of a um, certificate or insurance to exactly. be able to, to exactly. give you that information exactly and I think a lot of this is coming down to where what you want to make sure how the property is um, if it's willed the right way, if how it's held, and you really just want to make sure that these people have worked hard for their house. Absolutely. That there's not a mistake made in holding title that ends up messing up what they've worked so hard to pass on to their families. Correct. And I think that's the big thing because it's heartbreaking. It, it, it really is. is. It, yeah. It, when that stuff, ha something like that happens, uh -huh. and you see that, and you know that they got bad advice from somebody, it, 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 it's very difficult. Yeah, um, and it happens all the time though. I will share with you that I get real estate agents calling me frequently trying to get me to answer, the, to pick how they should be choosing title. You know, Marla, hey, I've got a buyer and they wanna know how to hold title and they don't speak English very well. And you know, which one should I tell them? And I go, well, you're doing them a disservice by choosing for them. I can't choose for them. You can't choose for them. So I even have real estate agents wanting to choose for them, but wanting to get the best advice. So they call me and I go, no, 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 no. You're making a mistake. Do not advise them right. on what I've even had agents tell me that, that their clients will ask them, how are you holding title? Right. I want to hold how you're holding title. Well, that's a really dangerous. slippery slope. That's, that, that's yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. Right? Because A, like, it's not your business. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no, but it's it, everybody. Like you said, every every situation is different, right. and you and you want to make sure that you don't want to be doing you don't you, you shouldn't be doing something just because someone else is exactly because your situation could be completely different than yep. someone else's. And right. I always say with this when and whenever I talk about title, if that question does come up, I preempt it by mm -hmm. saying I can give you the definitions, but I can't tell you how to hold it. Correct. So I can give you I can give you the PDF that Marla has. I can give that to right. our clients, and they can look at that, they can read that, I can explain which right. each of the, the four mean, Right. but I can't give that information because that, that's that's outside the realm of what I do. Exactly. Um, it's, and a, it's the same, I use an analogy, if you, if you went to your dentist, would you go to your dentist and get advice on how to, how you, you should get your heart looked at? Right. Your, you, you don't, because the dentist yeah. works on teeth, yes. doctor works on, uh, on, on everything else. So you exactly. need to look at that specific, and right. that's why you need an attorney, you need a good CPA, right. things like that. And if you do have a real estate agent that is advising you or that does give you answers out of their realm, it's definitely a red flag. There are a lot of real estate agents out there who, you know, they want to please. Right. They want to please you. They want to tell you, all, you know, what you want to hear, or give you the answer you want. But a really good real estate agent will not give you the answer. They will give you the education. They will educate you on the topic and then have you understand it and then seek 
professional advice. Exactly. And I, I always say that because I've been I've been in sales in real estate for just over four years and been in sales though for almost fourteen, I guess. Um, and I always said like. I think a, a, a client respects you more if you say, I don't know the answer, or I can't give you that answer, but I can direct you to someone Absolutely. that can, or I will have it fi- find out for exactly. you. Because there's there's too many people in the sales industry, and this is the sales industry broad strokes, right. that will tell you something Absolutely. because they're scared to say, let me find out for you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, that, and, that, and that's the one thing that I've learned in the 14 years, mm-hmm. people will respect you more if you come back at them. Now, if you don't come back to them, that's the key. Like, <laughs> yeah. usually what I would do if I don't if I don't know mm-hmm. something, I'm on the phone immediately, and they're getting a call within 20 minutes to exactly. half an hour as soon as I get that answer and getting it back to them. Well, that's, they're not waiting for two days. That's why you're so successful, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Marla. It's Thanks. the truth. You're awesome with follow-up. You treat so, your clients well. So I think we'll wrap it up with what's your best advice that you can give somebody at, at, at this time in in 2018, we're in October now, which is crazy. What's your best advice that you could give to to from people? from a title standpoint? That to me is a really easy one. Uh, that most people will be very surprised at my answer, and that is you should be checking the title of on your home once a year, just like you should be doing with your credit, which people probably don't do once a year, right. but they should be doing once a year. So the bottom line is there's uh, an unfortunate amount of fraud going on and it's only getting uh, worse by the week and you really should be very aware um, of what's going on uh, on your property. And the way of doing that is getting a title check. I do provide complimentary title checks to the real estate agents that I work with. So uh, just give your uh, real estate agent a call and let them know that you uh, are would like a title check and hopefully your real estate agent will know what you mean by that if they don't um you know you can reach out to myself or jason but bottom line when you check your credit once a year to make sure that there's no malicious anything going on you should do the same thing uh with that title on your home request a title check once a year and this is so important because and this is something that we do for our all of our past clients so once a year they'll get a title check from us in an email it's just something quick that says hey here you go here's something for your records right and it's once a year and it's just and i do it on all of our i do That's it on fantastic. all of our houses too because it's something that you, you may not know but identity theft is so yep. rampant right now right and people are taking mortgages out that people don't even know about. Right. And that's, it's so scary. It's it, so it, scary. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a big problem, I'll yeah. be honest and say. And I think that's phenomenal that you do that. Most, uh, very few real estate agents I know do that. Um, and I, I think it's a fantastic thing to do. And those of you out there who don't do it, please put it on your to-do list. You know, you're setting new goals and whatnot for the new year. Make sure you're checking the title on your home, making sure people haven't pulled out a loan, added their name to your title. It can be done fraudulently and it is being done. Uh, so just, you know, make sure you're taking good care of yourself and the largest asset that you have. And I think that's, that's a great thing. To, and for all of you out there that don't have an agent, um, or someone that you know um, that has someone that like Marla that's working for them, you can obviously contact us and uh, we can run that. That's something that we have no problem doing for you. So that's great. So Marla, I want to thank you for being our first guest. Oh, thank here. you. And, I feel uh, honored. This was great, and thank you so much for all the great information. It was, Absolutely, it was amazing. So for all of you out there, as always, if you have any questions, you can contact 
myself, uh, Jason, and, and Susan Zwalik. We are at 949-345-1183. Or you can always email us at Zwalik, Z-W-O-L-A-K, at firstteam.com. I hope you guys enjoy this beautiful Thursday. Um, if you're Even if you're not in Southern California, hopefully you're having a great day, a great week. Be productive. And until next time, take care, everybody. Cheers.